Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark. That voice in the background is Miles. Hello, Miles. How's it going? Hello. Nice uh, nice swallow. Uh, We are also joined by Jackie. Hello, Jackie. Hey! And the three of us do this podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the TV anime that has been going since 2012 and is still in a somewhat herky-jerky way, still going 10 years later in 2022. And this week and the foreseeable weeks, we will be talking about episodes of Stone Ocean, which are on Netflix. This week, we're going to be talking about episode 15 of the Stone Ocean anime. Did this episode have a title? I don't remember. It's like Ultra Security House. Okay. Or something. Ultra Secure Sloman Shield House. Maximum Security Ward. Some shit like that. But before we get into... This episode of the JoJo anime, we need to first take a stop in our ultra communicative house, our ultra secure inbox, something. We need to read emails. These are emails sent to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. This listener sent us two emails, and I'm going to kind of skim through them. This is from a writer named Sumbre. Hey, JJB Pod, your youngest listener here, 14. 14. After watching the first new episode of Part 6, I had a question about Sports Max. If he's supposed to be a really tough gang member, but he does taxidermy? So I would like to see a short novel on him discovering his stand power. Uh, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. And for the power, if it was located in Florida, the big monster he spawned was an alligator, which are non-aggressive to humans. So Hermes would probably not have made this animal attack. And for it to bite off FF's leg, it would have to be at least eight feet long. And I thought I could drop in some baby name suggestions. (laughs) I don't remember if you said the gender, but I'm going to say either Luna, with the reference being Seamoon, Mark might know. And for a boy, I would do Joseph, because you know why. Anyway, that's my two cents. Thank you for giving me something to listen to while I draw. See ya. I'm not reading the PS. Why not? I don't want to talk about a 14-year-old being horny. I don't want to I don't want to talk about that. Okay, fine. 14-year-olds are horny by default. We know, we know that. that. We know. That's true. Jackie, wasn't it you who told me that there are crocodiles in Florida? I think we looked it up and we saw that there are in fact both. There but are But there are definitely crocodiles in Florida that like show up in people's backyards and they and and I don't know. They're just trying to get a free beer. Wreak havoc. They just want to snag a six pack and get out of there. People just need to give them alcohol and leave them be. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, like, yes, I don't think it could bite off FF's leg. But, you know, if you just, like, spawn an alligator somewhere and it's been dead, it might be aggressive. It might feel cornered. It's just, like, suddenly, like, why am I here? Well, they all have a thirst for blood. Everything that he brings back. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the people, even the humans, they just crave brains. Mm-hmm. That's a good point, Miles. Thank you for the name suggestions. I do not know Sea Moon, but nope. Luna is also the cat in Sailor Moon. <laughs> yep. Luna's an okay name? It's getting popular now, apparently, for girls. Luna? Yeah. I like to sing... Uh... Yeah, that's not in that song. No. Muna is, though. <laughs> no, it's I like to sing... a. Uh... Yeah, Muna. About yeah. the Muna and the Juna and the Springer. You should have said Luna. <laughs> this email is from Kaylee. 
Subject line is, I just really wanted to write in. Hello, I've been listening to the pod for almost a year now since the first Stone Ocean batch and thought it was time to finally write in as my favorite JoJo part is back on Netflix. I also wanted to write in because you guys quickly became my fave podcast and I went back and listened to almost your entire backlog of episodes over the summer. Yeah. So nice job. <laughs> so uh, it feels like I've been listening to you forever when it really hasn't been that long. It was kind of surreal surreal to listen to the episode that started the PSM Horny sign-off and to see the evolution of Correspondence Corner to what it is now, uh, Mark's attempt at alliteration. Oh, I used to try and alliterate it. Now I can't even think of a joke. I used to try and do alliteration. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Damn. You still try to do alliteration. Maybe not the last two weeks or so, I don't. Anyway, the episode this week is a great one as we get to see Hermes be a complete badass. Oh, right. This was uh, sent to us right after we recorded. So Yeah, this is really about episode 14. Yeah. Uh, as we get to see Hermes be a complete badass, Stone Ocean is my favorite part of JoJo's for many reasons, not, ex- not excluding the amazing female characters and i think it's great to see Hermes and jolene fighting side by side and supporting each other stone ocean is literally jojo's finally passing the bechdel test um starting off jojo's was a bit rough when it came to how araki wrote women but it was honestly so rewarding to read the manga and see how well he writes women in later parts i'll ask a question that i'm sure you've gotten before but who are some of your favorite female characters in jojo so far mine are trish jolene and in later parts hot pants and yasuho p.s sorry this is so long and those invisible zombies were really horny for brains kaylee thanks kaylee (laughs) thanks kaylee thank you best ladies of jojos we're lisa lisa fans yeah except for except for at the end (laughs) Yeah, Araki did her dirty. Uh, yeah, hard, I don't... Hard to contest that. Um, I was traumatized. I also like... Yukako, uh, Yukako is a, a podcast fave, I think. Oh, yeah. We love, Yuka- we love Yukako here. There's a lot of good ladies in part four. I like Kosaku's horny wife. I like Raimi. <laughs> I also like Yasuho. Raimi's cool. And oh, I, yeah, Raimi's cool. I think I like a certain young lady in part seven. Uh who's not super powerful most of the time, but uh, I think I remember liking at least one of her arcs, one of her chapters that she gets to be the star of. Uh, is that vague I enough? I like Joseph's little wife, Susie Q. Susie Q's good. She's a cutie. <laughs> she didn't really have a big... Oh, a Joseph's wife. Yeah. Yeah, she was cool. She was... I don't know. For me, not not my favorite, but... um. She was a cool lady. I like she Enya. She was a nice lady. Enya, Mariah. Who was um, Josuke's mom? Um, She's kind of good. Higashikata. She just beats up a guy Damn. for like Tomoko? hollering at her Tomoko. or something. Yeah. Yeah, she's good. The time she's in there. Single mothers. They've got it rough, okay? Yeah. She's got it rough, but tough. she's ready to, to fall head over heels for Joseph if he shows up at any moment. Mm. Anyway. Uh, and of the new parts, I I like uh, I like Jolene. I like Aramis. Oh yeah, Jolene's good. I, like I also kind I also kind of like um, ooh, Guess. <laughs> Guess is fun. She's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. I like how nice she is to that bird until she isn't. Yeah. Uh, uh, thanks for writing. 
I got to get back into alliteration. Damn. J this emails from Jay. The subject line is zombie ghosts and trans penises. Dear JJBP, glad to have you all talking JoJo. I'm writing to mention a theory I have in regards to how Limp Biscuit is written. In regards to how the stand works, we can all agree it creates ghosts. They're invisible creatures that can float and exist apart from the original bodies after death. Very commonplace ghost tropes. I theorize that the reason they're defined as invisible zombies who ignore gravity is because of differences in how Japan defines ghosts. Japanese ghosts generally have a specific appearance and follow rules very unlike Western ghosts, and referring to Limp Bizkit zombies as ghosts would have been inaccurate to the Japanese readership. It just so happens that within these contrivances, Araki managed to reinvent the Western ghost almost to a T. On a completely different note, in the last episode, Jackie and Mark were curious about whether trans men can get boners. The answer is, it's complicated. Most bottom surgery procedures result in a penis that is permanently flaccid. Procedures that build the penis around the elongated clitoris can technically get hard, but very rarely do they reach parity with cis penises. Usually their hardness is semantic. Some more intricate procedures can actually give the trans man a roboticized penis. It can't get hard from arousal. The boner has to be manually activated. This is the procedure my boyfriend is looking into. This procedure is very effective, but has the downside of your new friend requiring maintenance every few years and the possibility of mechanical failure, which can cause internal damage. I don't have a good quippy exit line here. Are we still doing the horny PS thing? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, I hope you all enjoy the rest of the anime, Jay. Thank you for this very informative email. Thanks, Jay. Yeah, it turns out, as I mentioned last episode, that technology has come a long way. Yeah. I did not know about this situation. You can't get, like, a penis, uh, robotic penis upgrade in Deus Ex. That's not available. Unfortunately. Maybe maybe if they release the next one. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe in the next one. Are they planning on releasing another one? I don't know. Another Deus Ex or or another penis? (laughs) I'm sure they'll release plenty more penises in the future. <laughs> Inshallah. <laughs> I think yeah, this is my favorite type of PS I'm horny line that's just sort of like yeah, I don't know. <laughs> thing. <laughs> um, you could write like PS I'm horny and if I had a artificial penis, I'd 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 flip the switch to prove it to you. Ah, you know? yes. Check it out. That's not offensive, right? No. Okay, cool. I'm just thinking about where the button would be to tur- to turn it on. Like, is it like an, like I would hopefully somewhere you can't hit it by accident. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but uh, okay. But you know, if you want to be like realistic to like uh, like cis men's experiences, sometimes you get a boner for no reason, right? When you're younger, that's true. Okay, more like when you're younger, they should have like a setting that's like oh, I random I'm random activation. Yeah. Like, I'm a 14-year-old boy, and I randomly get boners now. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) The possibilities are endless. (laughs) Thanks for the email, Jay. Has Jay written in before? Nope. Mm. I mean, not that I know of. Well, if if it's your first time, thanks for popping that cherry. And if it's not your first time, then thanks. Long time no see. Thanks for writing in. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Second email from some brah who turns out to be Uzumaki. You might Uh-oh. receive two emails because of time zones. 
Their email man is always late. What is this? Okay. I was re-listening to the other part six episodes and Miles thinks I did heroin. He's not wrong about Belgian kids being something else, but not me. I do have anecdotes though. (laughs) And then there's a bunch of stories about kids vaping and drinking and smoking. That sounds pretty normal for like teenagers, I think. Uh... There's a, 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 Kids doing drugs and dealing drugs. and there's a, The outrageous depends, boast de- of a 10-year-old drug dealer. I don't know. Yeah, 10-year-old, no. 10-year-old, when I was when I was like 10, though, kids like were like, I'm in a gang. I'm like, you're not in a gang. Maybe <laughs> yeah. your older brother's in a gang, but you're not in a gang. You're 10. <laughs> I'm going to go to news.be after this and then go, aha, I don't understand this language. Aha. You know what, Belgian listeners, let me know if I'm playing GeoGuessr and I get dropped into a place where there's a bunch of Dutch all over the place, how do I know it's not the Netherlands? How do I know if it's Belgium? Because you guys don't like do like French and Dutch Flemish on the same signs, right? Is there like a telltale, that's a Belgian-ass building design, baby? Is there chocolate everywhere? Let me know. Uzumaki ends by saying, P.S. I'm horny. P.P.S. What's the baby's favorite stand? This is the first thing we're going to ask this baby. <laughs> well, what I know from her so far, like we haven't really met yet, <laughs> but she does. She likes to kick a lot. She likes kicking and resting her head and weird angles. Yeah. She's, she's, she's active. Yeah. She likes she, giving my wife heartburn. She, she, yeah, she likes giving me heartburn. I don't know. She's a baby. She's supposed to grow. Is there like a growing kicking stand? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's like the world. Like the world does a bunch of cool kicks in its last fight. Maybe it's mm. like that. I don't know. We don't know. I mean, some of the kicks could really be punches. And that opens up, you know, the pantheon yeah. of stands that do She's fast just punches. Ora, ora, ora in my, yeah. my belly. Feels like that sometimes, <laughs> I think. Thanks for asking. Thanks for including our unborn baby. <laughs> oh, hey, one of our Twitch emoticons got approved, even though at 28 by 28, it doesn't look that good. But it's there. I want Chew to get approved. And then I want a designer to make it legible. It's from that that Duang translation where Kira is just eating a sandwich and it says Chew in a speech bubble. I tried to make that into a Twitch emote. But, uh, and I think it'd be funny if like you're watching someone eat on stream, you could just spam the Chew emote, you know? Mm. Just Chew, 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 Chew. It'd be fun. Do you ever eat on stream? No, but you can use emotes, I think, in other places. I see. I believe. We'll work on that. Okay. Listeners, if you have experience uh, making Twitch emotes and understand how to make things uh, legible and understandable at small sizes, let me know. And, you know, relevant to that point, these are emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Twitter with tiny thoughts if you find us at jjbpod on there oh and by the way uh, I believe listener Sunset pointed out that the third volley of uh, Stone Ocean episodes probably won't be that long of a wait because they already have dates for all the Blu-ray collections and I think the third Blu-ray set is maybe I don't know it's not that far off so it it doesn't seem like it's going to be the huge gap that it was between part um, you know chapter one and chapter two of Stone Ocean we'll see but hopefully. Okay, and we are now going to talk about Stone Ocean episode number 15, which you'd think I'd pull up the uh, the episode name by now. I feel like nothing really happens this episode. It's a lot of setup. 
I really liked this episode. Okay. I think this episode to me felt like we're back. Like <laughs> this is JoJo's. We're back. It's a bunch of ridiculous lore. It's got Araki pulling like I love. He loves like weird history, unexplained phenomenon, or making mm-hmm. his own shit up. And it has like extremely effeminate men named after fashion icons and people beating the shit out of each other until they're just dust. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like no other anime is going to give that to you. Yeah. Those extremes. It felt like Baki that part. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just especially with all seeing all the fascia and the fucking teeth and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Def- definitely Baki vibes. Um, but yeah, this is based on, I think chapters 52 to 54 of the original manga, probably still in early 2000. One of my favorite chapter names was either Arise Murderer or Fight Club, I believe is one of the chapter names, uh, which is pretty sweet. There are some interesting differences here, but uh, do you guys want to talk general thoughts? I mean, Miles, did you, do you mean like, you did you find this episode boring or you just like the plot didn't move forward for your taste? I didn't really give huh? my opinion. Miles? I think Jackie did. <laughs> I, it was me. It was me who said that. Oh, I, one of you is different from the other. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't think this episode was boring. I, I was just like, nothing happened. There's just a lot of ba- there's a lot of backstory. You know, it's just like flashbacks. I do agree with that. Or like Poochie talking to himself, but <laughs> but nothing really like happens. But I liked it. There was, yeah, there was a lot of weird stuff that I liked. The, like the hiking story was super weird. They just said yeah. a bunch of weird things. The total number it, number of souls is fixed. You will not yeah, cooperate with anyone. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of like weird stuff that people said that I was compelled to write down. <laughs> yeah, true. We're, I, yeah, it's like setting like the, the, we're now we're, we're writing new rules to like. Yes, yeah, souls souls exist, and there's a certain there's like a limited number, and somehow this has to do with heaven. Well, I guess we'll get there. <laughs> uh yeah and i was i was way wrong it's chapters 58 to 61 it's called ultra security house unit and yeah in that it's weird that poochie at some point just says like oh just like there has to be a certain ratio of water to land yes which is not true by the way like there is a ratio right but it doesn't have to be that way like water he, well it's changing yeah <laughs> i think it's just like like you know there's a ratio of water to land there's also a ratio of souls to living beings but or something then he says it has to like be that way do you want to just do, okay do you want to like let's go through it in order because there's a lot okay. of things we can talk about yes okay okay we open actually at the fucking time the episode. Oh, starts. actually, you're actually. I'm sorry. This is the first. This is the first thing that they talk about. Is no, uh, no, you're right. Is Pucci? Pucci's talking. Pucci's stand. Uh, what's his stand's name again? White Snake. White Snake is talking to Sports Max. I guess it doesn't open right at the right moment. By the way, it doesn't open in the present. It actually opens with a flashback. Now that I think about it, because Sports Max should be dead. Well, we learned that this isn't even like a flashback, like for the anime. It's a. It's a flash. It's a. We're. We're. We're watching. Um, That's true. We're watching a CD. We're watching the the DVD of Sportsmax because Sportsmax is dead. We're watching his memories on a thick disc. But White Snake is. Do we see Poochie in this? Actually, now yes, that I think do. about it, we do. So does very that mean, briefly. Does that mean that anybody who watches this thing knows that Poochie is? 
<laughs> is the is the white is white snake the, a, a hole appears in white snake's <laughs> hand and they're like hey who's that guy who's screaming back there <laughs> <laughs> yeah who's that that short-haired priest guy yelling with his hand bleeding <laughs> um anyway so yeah it starts out Pucci's talking to sports max about exactly what you guys were saying where there's a there's land and water and there's a certain number of souls can be on this planet and so the more the more humans are on the planet the less organisms can exist something and like the number of souls is fixed what that means (laughs) i don't know and so he's like if a human you know a human that can possess a lot of souls can i don't know something about a human possessing a lot of souls again i think this is where we have a character pitching sex to another character i think he's talking about swallowing sperm what and being like what if you were full of souls (laughs) perhaps millions of souls wouldn't that be powerful no a sperm isn't even that that, there's no souls in that well in my religion that's what I believe. <laughs> no, uh, in in Judaism, I think I read that this. I don't know if there's souls in Judaism, but whatever all, it is, the life starts when the baby takes its first first breath. I haven't been religiously Jewish in decades. I don't know. This I, is my own religion. I invented. Okay, well, I'm just saying. About come. I like that. <laughs> I like that idea that like life. It's it's like a it's like a. I don't know. When the baby takes its first breath is when it like matters. Okay. I don't know. I Mark, like offline, tell me about this come worshiping. Okay, we'll, we'll do. <laughs> I have some website websites to send you. Well, I mean, it's related to White Snake, right? Because he also still has that acid power, the right? Jizz power. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> so so yeah, human can possess a lot of souls. Mark thinks this is a sex. Uh, I'm ninety eight percent sure it's about sex. Okay. What is he talking about here? Like, what is he talking about? I, it's almost total... sounds like he's trying... Is he trying to collect a lot of stand discs or something? Is he like... He's just trying to but, fill a CD wallet, more tractor no, tires? Well, I think he's trying to advertise this power that he's giving to... Um, sports Max? To Sports Max. No, but I want to know, like, on a, a power. base level, he, he's saying, like, there's, o- there's only a certain number of souls. So, like, is he saying, like, because... Like the population has grown so much that we have to share souls now. I really don't know what he means. Guys. The population has grown so much of humans that other organisms. Well, other or- organisms can't. Ha- I, I don't know. I, I thought it was. I it just either. sounded to me like if you killed a lot of people or a lot of people died, but you were able to take their souls into you. Mm-hmm. What would that like? He, I guess he's pitching like that's possible. What would it feel uh, like to have all of those powers combined inside you? Maybe. Uh, and you could also prevent more people from existing if you collected all the souls, you know? I guess. If because this is a samsaric anime. I'm imagining it means if the, the, the souls are fixed and that means that they get recycled. They have to get recycled, right? <laughs> Maybe. Because then new people are born and they get a soul. Uh, or they get all these old souls die and new souls are born. Oh, could be, Maybe. could be, could be, but it's always like the same number. Somehow the ratio has to be always. It's very the cryptic, same. and it's this is this is a good cover for for White Snake, so that no one's like, "Well, I know you're not the priest," because this is not 
Christianity at all. <laughs> I don't know what this is. Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah. It's not. <laughs> it's good cover for him because there's no. Yeah, it would be like yeah, it would be new souls for everybody, and then you go to heaven or hell, and it just it's just infinite. It just keeps growing. Heaven, hell, and purgatory just keep growing. Yeah. Well, that is a good metaphor for uh for Sportsmax because uh when hell is full, the dead shall walk the earth is from a classic zombie movie, Dawn of the Dead. You know? I keep thinking about this song lyric that's basically like it's in Spanish, but it's basically like, you know, I, I wanna make sure that I'm really good so that uh I won't see you in hell. Basically, because you're gonna you're going to hell. So I want to make sure I get to heaven because I don't want to see you in hell. Anyway. Um, By the way, happy Hispanic Heritage Month. Jackie. Yay. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, I also, I really like this scene because, well, I guess we're going to get to it. But basically, Pucci is like, I have this bone. Right. That's that's the ne- very next thing that happens. The very next thing that happens is Pucci's like, hey, I want you to revive this bone. Um, Mr. Sportsmax and which is like I was freaking out because I'm like no we can't have a zombie ghost Dio I don't want that <laughs> I kind of want that I don't know <laughs> I was like oh shit um, so he's like yeah I have this bone it's of my friend who died my friend boyfriend my boyfriend who died um, and I was really sad about it can you please revive him what's funny is like a change from the manga to the anime is that he says like in the anime that we watched he says this is from my friend who it is is none of your concern and then the guy's like that's a weird bone and he's like all right it's from my friend dio um and he the way he says dio in the anime it sounds like he should he's telling sports max who should know who dio is you know mm. like sports max is supposed to be like that vampire guy that crazy mm. stand user but then later when he revives the bone he's like whoa, what kind of a bone is this? Like, he doesn't know mm. who Dio is. And in the manga... Um, I didn't get the impression that he knew who Dio was. In in the manga, he... Uh, well, because just the way he says it, he says, that's Dio's bone, you know? He doesn't mm-hmm. say that was some guy named Dio. He might have heard of Dio. He might have heard this guy suits like, you know, Dio's, oh, okay. Dio's my, uh, my, my dead love. Um, I'm sad about it. In the manga, Pucci does not say his name. White Snake does not say his name. He just thinks it to himself. Mm. Uh, but it is already sort of silly for him to say it's none of your concern okay it's Dio a moment later <laughs> Um. so yeah he's like you have to try because the guy the sports max is kind of like I don't know if I can revive someone from just a bone and white snake is like you must try or I will take away your power and he's like I already tried and then like sports max's hand kind of like explodes like there's a hole in it and the not sports max sorry um uh poochie's hand explodes and, yeah. and there's well, like a hole in it and then poochie's hand by Roxy. okay yeah and uh oh, well and the bone is gone i thought it was poochie well oh who was holding the bone i guess white snake was yeah okay um yeah and the and now the bone is gone um the bone it's a moving bone yeah so poochie's mad he's like where the hell's the bone and they're like, yeah, the bone is but left. It's moving by itself, but Sportsmax can sense that it's nearby. Um, for some reason, Poochie slash White Snake are like, this proves the theory that uh, there's definitely a way to get to heaven, and I don't know how that proves anything. Me neither. 
Heaven <laughs> is when your bones move by themselves after you're dead. That's the power. Like, Collect a lot of souls and then your bones are all their own little people. Like, isn't this the same? Like, this is not this is not new information. Like, reviving one bone is not different from, I think, it's not that much different from reviving, like, a taxidermy animal, mm-hmm. you know, or, like, a dead body. Because... Yeah, it's just a bone. Like so it's like well now we learned that you can do potentially do it from smaller parts. But not I don't I don't know where the heaven connection comes in. Well, it's also interesting because it's it's not quite the same thing. And also Dio is not allowed in heaven. He would go to hell for sure. Dio also made flesh buds out of his hair or brain and shot them at people and those lived Oh yeah. in Grostad's brain for years after his death. True. So flesh bloods. Flesh bloods. <laughs> uh, I think they were called f- fresh blunts. Uh, <laughs> they may have been called fresh blunts, and you smoke them and go to heaven. Four twenty <laughs> plays it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how he's like. Ah, this is proof that heaven is real. It's like, did did sports? Does he not know what sports Max's stand does? It makes things that are dead come alive. That's not heaven. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent confident that. They will explain this heaven thing and it won't make any sense to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember and I still think you're right. <laughs> um, and so Poochie's like, don't oh, don't search for the bone. I, I'll follow it. Like, don't try to catch it or whatever. Like, we're going to, I want to observe it. Um, and uh, one of them, I guess, Sports Max is like, I feel it in the super ultra ultra security house unit um someone may have picked it up um and then that the dvd ends <laughs> and we see that um it was what's his face was watching it the little boy what's his name emporio emporio was watching it and foo fighters is like she's the one who or they're the one that gave uh, Emporio the disc to watch in his head and Foo Fighters is like I need your help jo- Jolene decided to get herself locked up in ultra security so that she could um, because she knew that that's where uh, White Snake was going um, how did she know that by the way because she watched the disc too if everybody watches the disc then you oh right right, assume, right, right, right. Okay, it's on they, the disc he says on the oh, disc he says security. that's where we're going yeah so she wants to, I guess, either find the bone or find um, the White Snake's user. Um, if she gets the bone, then White Snake's user will, ha- or White Snake will have to confront her. Um, but uh, FF is like, we need to go and help her and whatever, whatever. And she tries to get Anastasia to help. Yeah, I can't call this person Anastasia. It's- they kept saying like <laughs> Anasui. Anasui. Because I don't know. It's just Anastasia is too fucking far from Anasui. Anasui is a name. It is a woman in, I think, America whose name is Anna uh-huh. Sui. Sui? Like, Sui. I think she's Chinese-American. Like what, you yell at a pig? Uh-huh. No. No, you racist. Like Chop Suey? Kind of like Chop Suey, I guess. But okay. I don't... I don't I'm sorry. I, I'm a full-blooded Italian. I don't know this stuff. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I don't know where Sui comes from because I think her Chinese name starts with Xiao and I feel like those are similar in sounds. I don't know who was like, yeah, in English it's Sui. But yeah, his name, uh, tentative on that pronoun, folks. I don't know what the deal is. He's beautiful. 
He is very beautiful. Pink is not my color, but I don't like I'm not normally attracted to that aesthetic on men. Which aesthetic is that? Foot? (laughs) Footstep? I don't know. Like, I guess the more feminine, like long pink hair and I don't know. But also muscles. Muscle and the fishnet. I'm not normally attracted to that, but I on him it's just really he's just so hot. I don't I don't understand it, but I just think he's very maybe it's the weird little hat. And horns. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So and because his vibe is similar to um some of the guys in part five who were in the lots gang. of holes, lots of yeah. His vibe is similar, but I find him more attractive than than them. Maybe mm. it's the art style. I don't know. This is a character who started out as a woman, right? Like in the oh like right. Oh, was that this character in the manga? He. <laughs> is drawn as a lady in a fucking piano, which uh, that's the real mystery is how you sat inside a fucking piano. That shit is hurt. It's full of wires. What did they? Oh, maybe it's an emptied out piano. Oh, come on. Why would you do that? Um, And he disassembled it in the manga. Strangely, um, FF is like, hey, wait, you're a man. (laughs) I thought you were a woman. Like Araki kind of addresses it. Mm. Which is interesting because he doesn't address how much Trish changed in part five from her initial appearance, but whatever. It feels like uh, it kind of makes sense because I don't know if maybe I don't know why he would keep the name feminine as Anasui. Yeah. Maybe Anasui is just a brand name in Japan and they don't realize it's someone's name or maybe he just said, fuck it. I named her as a woman. And so I'll have that be confusing to FF, even though I'm now drawing him in a more masculine body type. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a curious thing, but that's what I'm saying is I love all these things happening and then people just punching each other in the face. Well, his power has something. We don't know what his power is. Maybe his power lets him gender bend. <laughs> <laughs> he jumps inside of genders and then kicks out. Well, it's something about dis- like like disassembling. Maybe he, I don't know. <laughs> relevant to listeners email maybe he can put on and off and take on and off his penis or something whoa anyway hmm. uh, they say his first name is narsasio narciso which is like narcissist right is that no where it it's not from? like narcissist it's like narcissus which is where the term narcissist comes from. right that's what i'm asking uh which is the name of a cuban-american fashion designer yay uh narciso Jesus Rodriguez. Okay. Uh, born in Newark. Okay. Delaware? No, not Newark. The real one, baby. Newark. No. New Jersey. Where's Ark? That's my question. Yeah, it's stupid. Uh, hey, fuck you. What? Is that as dumb as saying Newark is the real Newark? Who gives a shit about Newark, Wait, is, Delaware? Is Anastasia, is, a, is Anasui the first name or the last name? Anasui is the last name. Okay. So yeah, I guess that is a that is a point towards the male gender at this point. If the name is Narciso, Maybe. but Araki doesn't know anything because Anasui <laughs> is not a last name; it's both names at once. I mean, he named somebody else like Sports Max or whatever. Sports, yeah, what's <laughs> that's a name? Sports. <laughs> it's like if you named somebody dances. Um, uh, I think it mostly doesn't matter, but they they refer to him as a guy. I think so. Anyway, so FF tries to get Anasui, Anastasia to help, and um, 
Emporio was like, you don't want his help. He's not going to help you. He's a murderer. He's not like a good person who's going to like help people. Like he doesn't do that. Um, he doesn't give a shit. So damn. So Emporio is like, just leave him alone. And he will not cooperate with anyone, no matter the reason. Yeah. And Emporio kind of tells the story of this guy when he was little like to disassemble things he took apart somebody's car and got in trouble for that his girlfriend went he caught his girlfriend in bed with another guy and he dismembered them both um and i think that's it right that's why he's in prison by the way now we know why what that flash forward was at the beginning of this like run of episodes why jolene is in max security Yes. Wait, we do? Yeah, she got herself into Max, right? Go ahead, Miles. To chase this bone. Yeah. Yeah, but who was dead in the beginning of that? The girl, the the prostitute. So did she just run over there and just like pretend that, that, that she did that? Yeah. Okay. Because I guess Sports Max, they got Sports Max. She watched the, the DVD of his memories and then it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like Rohan's power. A little bit. It's it's still a confusing as hell way of telling the story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean it's it's, it's easier. Not, it's, than, it's not the most confusing of way of telling a story it's that like this a less show has done. Charming. It's like it, it makes a little more sense than beating someone up but they're still alive and you just get them to tell you all this stuff. It's more charming when that happens in part 4 cuz they're just like people in the city, people in this little town. But here it's like now nah, you got to die and then we're just going to read your brains. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do feel like to me there's something lost when you don't have like here's this person whose power is organic to them and therefore it kind of fits their personality to know that a lot of these people just got their stands from CDs I'm just sort of like well then where did that power come from with Survivor we know the story now with this this upcoming jellyfish power that's true but yeah I want to know who the original stand user was yeah for, yeah for like a bunch of these all these bad guys yeah it's not as cool to me as when uh, Ghost Dad and then uh, Nijimura Keicho Nijimura just like stabbed people with arrows at random and mm-hmm. made new stands um, but yeah the whole disc thing makes it very easy for them to advance the plot by being like we're just gonna watch this shit yeah and then at that point well like I mean there there's still some people whose stands are um, yeah there's some uh well there there's there's both here there's the discs and some people were pricked with an arrow right like a lot of the girls were um, yeah jolene was Hermes, but all the villains um, i think guess um oh, yeah a lot of the villains it was like based on necessity like you you seem like someone who can handle this <laughs> you know i want you like i've tasked you with this power you know yeah um so so certainly strategically makes more sense than the Nijimuras and people being like, I want someone who can kill our dad, poke, 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 just stab different people. And then they open up restaurants instead. Like, yeah, fuck, that's not very efficient. Yeah. If only if only they could go to Poochie and be like, hey, do you have any disc that would help us like kill our dad? I just picture the Nijimura brothers carrying their green gross dad around. And they're, at the, they're at the bottom of that pylon yelling to Superfly like, hey, do you know my dad? <laughs> You want to kill this guy? And he's surfing around on nuts and bolts like, what? I don't care. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so Foo Fighters is like, like, well, maybe I can force him. Maybe I can force Anasui to help with 
uh with this um by like attacking him like i can use my powers to force him and foo fighters is kind of thinking to themselves like uh i don't know but if i do if i if i don't like actually i could threaten them i can threaten him but he might not believe me so you know whatever and so they're whatever whatever and so then uh, and so the like foo fighters is like the only way that he'll respect like this threat is if i like really like attack him so foo fighters goes to attack him and he is like okay i'll do it (laughs) he's like i i think just catches like the the arm as it's about to like come stab him or whatever and he's like all right i'll do it and everybody's like really and you find out that it's because he admires her and he wants to marry her He loves jolene he's like i love that she's fighting for her dad and stuff Mm -hmm. and i would like to marry that girl yeah um and and then like kind of demands Foo fighters blessing and then you know they can when they bring her dad back he can asks he can ask for her the dad uh for the blessing yeah I don't think that that would be a thing. No, it wouldn't because Jolene hates him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess by now she she doesn't hate him anymore, but because they had a brief. There's uh, a little bit more story filled yeah. in here about what the deal is with him. Um, but anyway, yeah, so he he, yeah. he leaves. He's like he's like yeah, I'll do it if you want and tell. He, he says he, tell, yeah, he, tell he, her. He, he asks he asks Foo Fighters for their blessing. But then he exits the room with like a crazy noise, a crazy sound effect. He kicks he kicks a door. To it like to get into the security max security this is supposed to be part. like a cool badass debut of the stand moment but it kind of falls weird to i me. don't understand what he what it is i didn't get it you're not yes. supposed to get it yet i don't think um but it's like he, it's called diver drive in the dub in the subtitle is do you know what the real name is miles no diver down which, oh, okay. I thought it sounded like they were saying Diver Dan. I'm like, I don't know what that is. No, no, no. It's Diver Down, which is a Van Halen album. Okay. Oh. Um, it's got it's got <laughs> that Pretty Woman cover, the Dancing in the Street cover. Mm. Oh, okay. And then a, not a you lot of crazy? other good Maybe songs. Maybe it's just me, but when I Google Diver Down, the first result is a JoJo's Bizarre Wiki. Yeah, I think that's just Cookies doing that to you. Oh, I was going to say, take that, Van Halen. Yeah, this is crazy because our next album had Jump and Panama and Hot for Teacher. Diver Down, eh, I don't know. Seems like kind of a clunker. It might have been like, oh, that's their new album that's coming out. Let me write it into my manga. No, no, it was, ni- it was 1982. Oh, so it wasn't even so like it wasn't current. contemporary. Okay. I don't think anyone wants to listen to Van Halen in 2000. I don't know. Whatever. I guess Araki really likes these covers. Yeah. Um, and he, maybe he didn't know that they were covers that's happened to me before where I'm like this song is so good and then I find out it's a cover and I'm like okay well I, I like it I, I, still, guess. I still think it's good I feel like Arnicky knows who Roy Orbison is haven't we had a Roy Orbison reference on this pod yes but it was the show Great Pretender what oh okay okay wow good memory good recall Um. anyway so we see his power which is he kicks a he kicks a door really hard and makes a loud noise. It makes a noise so loud that an entire SWAT team in, a in, bunch of cops an come through. Armored security team comes running like they never have in this show. Yeah. Because people just wander around freely. They're just like in the fucking hallways and stuff. They only come when they think I guess people are trying to blow things up. But um 
Yeah, so they run they run over to the door and then they get like he's already away from the door. He kicks it and then he steps away and then when they get near the door it kicks his kick kicks them. Like a foot shoots out of the wall out it's, of the door. It's like a delayed thing. So it's like It doesn't make sense to me that they all get kicked at the same time because there's like five of them and his leg is like a a, a leg-sized leg. And uh, somehow Foo Fighters and Emporio, I think, are like, wow, he, his kick was delayed. And, but, but how would they be able to see it? It's on the other side of the door. Just because they have narrator powers, they know what happened. They should really just hear like, Bruh! that's a good point. They, that's should a good all, point. Should, they should just hear a bunch of people going, oof, <laughs> yeah, and falling true. down. And yeah, I, I, I know more about this power. I know what it can do later. But like in, in this moment, it's a little bit underwhelming. Does Emporio not know what the power is? He seems surprised too. I don't know. Maybe he was expecting a power of disassembling things. Mm. But instead is just like, I don't know. Okay. Um, and then we get a flashback um, where Pucci and Dio are talking um they're you know they're they're drinking wine they're having a good time and poochie is like hey dio out of all the stands you've seen which one's the weakest and dio is like you know everyone has different strengths which is like a good answer i'm like dio you're like a, a good person he mentions he <laughs> he's specifically like, <laughs> mentions a cook he's like everyone has different strengths you know and weaknesses and and like your your skills can be applied in different situations so there's no such thing as it's the same with stands there's no such thing as a strong stand or a weak stand he's basically saying that like it depends on how you use it or it depends on what what you need at the time that kind of thing he specifically mentions a cook which makes me think he's aware of tonio trusardi yeah a restaurant i thought that too I hope so. <laughs> Although this is a flashback, so who knows if Tonio Trusardi has even opened his hit restaurant? That's a yet. good point. Because this, I don't remember. Dio how- gets mushed to death before the, all that happens. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. It would have been a long running restaurant. Yeah, because I don't. I don't. I think I don't think Tonio is an Arrow guy, so that restaurant could have stood in Morio forever. Oh mm-hmm. but you, yes, you're right. But I feel like they just kind of discovered it, like Josuke and people. So. I don't think Morio is that. They big. saw a review. <laughs> Someone was like, "We just noticed this fucking weird restaurant." Mm. Anyway, maybe he's referencing it at least, or another. This happens a lot, maybe in JoJo, in the JoJo universe, a lot of restaurants pop up. Yeah. So originally, Dio doesn't want to answer the question. Basically, he's like, "No, there's no such thing as a week." And Pucci's like, oh, "Come on, you know, people like to." <laughs> People like to, you know, ask these questions and, and you know, just for fun, you know? Um, the example he uses is Stallone or Van Damme, who's stronger? Yeah. It's Van Damme. Who is stronger? It's Van Damme. I mean, like, in terms of, like, raw strength, maybe Stallone because of all the roids, probably, but Van Damme has, like, martial arts training. I don't think Stallone can do anything. I think if they were in a straight-up fight, Van Damme wins. In, both in their prime, of course. At this age, probably still Van Damme, but I don't know. Listeners, write in if you disagree with Mark. If you disagree with me, you will have to face me in battle. <laughs> right in if you even know who Stallone and Van Damme are. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> who do, who doesn't know? Young people. Yeah, that's true. I don't know who's... I mean, I know who they are, but I, I couldn't... I I don't know enough about them to answer answer this question. Someone I work with uh, did not know who Miss Cleo is. Oh, was. wow. And that was terrible. Like, they just had no idea. And I was just like, oh, man. I was like... So I can't be like, call me now to you. And you, yeah. you yeah. would not I texted know. you 
this, Mark, but I was like, kids today don't understand when you say in an Austrian accent, I'll be back. Yeah, mm. if you go, I'll be back. No one's going to really get it. I don't know. I, I feel mean, like people, is... people would go back and watch like classic stuff like that. Miss Cleo, there's like no reason for anyone to know who she is anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's not like, oh, let's let's go back and watch all the classic commercials now. <laughs> Do you think kids' parents are showing their kids Terminator? Yeah, I mean, eventually, like when they get a little older, maybe. I think you're just saying this because your parents showed you Terminator 2. Nobody showed me Terminator. Was it not you that I'm thinking of? No, you showed me Terminator. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm your daddy. Uh, but, and, but like, I mean, something like Terminator is more likely to show up in whatever. In like, it's, it, I don't know. They still make references to it. Kids might not get it anymore. But it's at least the Terminator movies have staying power. They're still making them. It's not as common, I guess, is what I would say. It's yeah. I would agree with you there. I have also heard that young people today do not they cannot tell you what coins are what. What coins are what? They don't really know anything about coins. Like they don't know the difference between like a penny and a nickel and a dime and a Like they have trouble with that. Really? But you learn that in school. But then you never use it. Mm. Like these People in their mid twenties, whatever, they get out and they just get a credit card and they Venmo each other stuff, and they don't want to use cash. It's dirty. Yeah, I hardly ever use legal tender anymore. Wow! I told you that a food cart gave me a two dollar bill and change the other day. Are you kidding me? And I don't know what I should do with it because I kind of want to just like slip it into a transaction, but then I don't want this to feel like a white elephant. Like no one, I guess like, I guess if we all just pe- keep passing it around, then it isn't a white elephant. It's it's working as intended. Yeah. I don't think you should use it, but I'm worried that people are going to be like, Hey, what the fuck is this? I don't want this. Wait, what's wrong with a $2 bill? Like no one really uses them. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's like a, I think it's cool. It's I would a, keep it. I, I think I already have one or two. I wouldn't use it. Uh, like if I wouldn't tip someone with it. It's a good I, it's like we're, we, we're at a point in inflation where it's still good. Like I know, are we? A bottle of soda is still, it's more than two bucks now, right? I wouldn't know. It used it's to a be good really baby good. cousin gift, I think. What did okay. you say? It's a good like baby cousin gift. I I don't think a baby cousin wants a $2 bill. Not a baby, you know, like a kid who's like, wow, it's a $2 bill. Yeah. Or, or me. Like you can give it to me, Mark, because I'll be like, wow, it's a $2 bill. You love that picture <laughs> of the founding fathers on the back. God, who came up with that? And the same dickhead was probably like, and then we'll have a $3 bill I, and a $4 bill and no one taught here? him math. Is this related to JoJo's? I don't know. Oh, it's we're talking about just kids. Just about how Gen Z doesn't know anything. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Show me your Tic Tacs, kid. Uh... Okay. So so he's like, oh yeah, what's the de- the the weakest? And uh, yeah, this is great. That just that Dio he's doesn't like, want to answer, and then he's like, "Oh, come on, Dio!" And he's like, "And he's like, all right, come fine. on, Dio." And then Dio's immediately like, "Okay, fine." It's, he's like, it's "Survivor this one. sucks." <laughs> yeah. Um. And uh, Dio's like, "Okay, it's Survivor." So then he tells a story about some people in the mountains who were all found dead because they all just beat the shit out of each other. Um, and they fought. They fought to the death. And Dio is like, and what I learned later was that um, there was a they had they had gone they had gone to a lodge, and one of the people in their group, a, a woman, made fun of a, the guys, some guys' uh, body odor, and that made him angry. And the anger 
transmitted to the ground and as electrical impulses because that is what what nerves and like the body uses electricity i believe to transmit signals and it but um, it like goes out of his feet into the ground as a stand and then into them and activates their anger and then that is what made them all turn on each other uh i also feel weird about this because if they're hiking they probably have rubber soled shoes which would ground electricity maybe i'm getting a little nitpicky maybe, here maybe maybe not i don't know uh, we don't know what their shoes are made of. But yeah, they all they all beat each other up. I think it's it's weird that how often do you think people would be able to beat each other up to the point of death? Like there should at least be one person left standing, I think, and then they should be so pissed they like bash their head on a rock. Their own I think head. they get stronger as part of it or is that not what's happening? That's not my impression. Yeah. My impression, it they, might be that they well, can see where like people's muscles are. The, the uh, adrenaline, like, makes you, I think, that like, is true. stronger, you know? Adrenaline like, you could hit, make you, it. You, you so hit people yeah. with more force, like, you really, because you really want to hit them. You, you could, know? like, bite someone's fucking finger off if you just didn't care about your own pain receptors. Right. You just do it. Um, this this kind of story reminded me of the Rohan adventure stories where Rohan is just like, here's this weird little thing that I encountered, you know? And yes. But the, instead of Rohan, it's Dio. And then the really weird thing happens to him. <laughs> right. But this time it's Dio. Now, if this was a Rohan adventure, it would be like, you know, I was hiking in the mountains <laughs> and yeah. I saw this group. And No, Rohan would be like, this person told me a story about these mountains. I went to the mountains. Yeah, because I thought it might be make a good comic. I and- decided to insult the guy and now I have the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. It's like, it's like a weird Vice article with Rohan all the time. Yes. <laughs> we tried beating each other up in the mountains for a week and now we need a new assistant editor. Yes, Rohan is an experiential journalist. That's what that's called. There we go. <laughs> Um, so Dio ends his story with, well, cause he's Dio, Dio is a good, I think he's good at answering this question, like in an interview, because he kind of like, <laughs> he likes, he, he gives his answer, then he like explains it. And then at the end, he kind of ties it all together and he says, well, you know, the stand survivor doesn't really do anything except for like awaken your anger. Like it, it, it doesn't hurt anybody it's not targeted it, it, you can't manipulate people you can't put people to sleep you can't do this and that it doesn't it's not actually doing anything it just causes a lot of chaos it just awakens people's anger and you can't um and because it's in the ground like you can't like direct it so, so like you know you, people on your side and the other side would be affected so you don't want that because yeah it would cause chaos and you might get your whole gang killed or whatever um yeah and it, it seems like dio likes to kind of maybe play like chess in his sort of strategy mm-hmm. you know and he likes to have his own pawns yeah and right I mean, knights and rooks and stuff uh so to him this sort of thing like i don't he's not interested in something that's like not more tactical and surgical and other military buzzwords that are specific and precise mm-hmm. uh but i do think so- I, I could see why this would be useful it would make an interesting episode, uh, like if if they somehow got like a whole JoJo Bro gang together, like isolated and activated the stand, then you would make all the all the Joe Bros fight to the death. Which, that would be bad. Which, yeah, but that for Dio, that would be good, right? You get them all out of your way. I guess you would just have to isolate them somehow. But then they could be maybe they'd be stronger and they'd be able to hurt your people. I guess this works if like Pucci has 
the survivor stand user like next to him and then if things start to get crazy like if people start to leave the maximum security unit he just kills the stand user or pops the mm. cds out i'm assuming white snake can just do a force eject yeah i don't know anyway so yeah so dio is like that's why it's the weakest um and poochie is like give me it i want it <laughs> <laughs> which uh, threw me for a loop at first too because i was like wait can Dio store stands? But it's almost like Dio is being like, uh, I'll tell you where that French guy lives. Yeah. Like, he's like, I'll give you the address. Go nuts. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. And then Dio's like, okay, yeah, it might be useful in, in some situation. Um, then we cut, cut, back, cut to Jolene. She's in her cell. She's trying to eat a mushroom or whatever that's like <laughs> growing out of like shit. A gross mushroom, yeah. Um. The guards open the door. She like hides from the light and they're like, ha ha, she hides like a cockroach. And I don't know, they're stupid. And they're like, you want to bet? They wanted, they were going to bet something. I don't know. I don't remember what. They were going to bet on the, um, on the Marlins, the baseball team. Oh, yes. okay. And one of them thought, I've never thought to do this. I mean, I'm not a better, I'm not a sports gambler, but I do think it's funny that he's like, I bet the pitcher's going to suck because he broke up with his girlfriend. Mm. which like not a bad idea now that's the kind of thing where i would like to follow like if i was going to a game i feel like it'd be funny to google everyone's personal lives and just <laughs> how see do you if, know that though uh well i i guess you couldn't blogs? rely on it to always know it but uh would you say bots blogs <laughs> yeah like i don't know is there some yeah. like drudge report for fucking baseball players or some shit TMZ. If, if the baseball player is like really good or the or the girlfriend is like famous, then you might know about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, he said that reporter girl. So I guess it is oh, a okay. scenario where it's like, oh, the local news anchor is dating the short, well, the pitcher. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah, it might, it might make the like, I don't know, some some random column in like the Miami Herald or something. Maybe it's local local gossip. News. Or for maybe like active Twitter uh, people. Yeah. Have you guys seen that Twitter account that's like going around that's called MLB Cinema? I mean, um, NBA film tweets. No. no. It's just somebody who like archives and reposts uh, tweets. Why don't I know about this? Tweets from basketball players. And I don't know who any of them are. Oh, and it's it's what? It's their, it's their film takes? Yeah. <laughs> but like, they're not like, you know, making fun of their takes necessarily. It's more just like the way they talk about it. One that was funny was a screenshot of 10 different tweets of the same player being like, hall passes on. Why is it whenever I'm flipping through channels, Hall Pass is on? I love this movie, <laughs> Hall Pass. And they just talk about how much they love this movie. It makes me really worried if this person has a significant other. Why? Like, instant, instant follow. For me. Oh, is Hall Pass... What's Hall Pass? Is Hall Pass about... Is Like a free pass to go have sex with someone outside of the relationship. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Okay. Um. So maybe if you like follow that person and then you're like, well, my wife found out about my Hall Pass. <laughs> right, I pitched the Hall Pass thing to my wife and she didn't go for it. And then you're like, this guy's going to miss every free throw. <laughs> um, anyway, so the guards are, they're, they're doing their guard thing. They're talking about stuff. Jolene, meanwhile, is she's, she's using her thread power to see if she can find the bone. They uh, eventually hose her. So they take out a hose and yep. they, is there a word for, for that besides just like turn, turning on the, turning on a hose at someone? Oh, is there a word for that? Or like a. Yeah, I don't know. Open up? They say close the valve, so I guess like open up or whatever. I don't know. They blast Fire her with hose. water. Yeah, they blast her with what with water. Um and there's a so there's a bunch of water on the ground, which I think helps 
survivor spread because survivors activated and then the guys kind of fight over something stupid like one accidentally hits the other or something well because like the that, guy right? who's spraying it he has trouble closing the valve so he oh. sprays the other one in the face and then he's like you fucked up my uniform and he's like why did you hit me over it and they they start fighting and it just escalates it just and then and well at one point one guy is like uh oh calm down man calm down calm down we're friends you know i'll, I'll make it up to you whatever whatever and then, like, when the guy is, like, calm and, like, leans in, he, like, punches him really, really hard. And, like, they, they keep fighting. And it's brutal. Someone gets their eye gouged out. Yeah. Then someone, part of the other guy's face gets, like, yeah. ripped off. Uh, when the guy's eye gets gouged out, blood, like, hits Jolene in the face. But she doesn't mm. move. She looks kind of cool in that shot, I think. One of the guards has, like, a moment where he's getting horny. <laughs> for the other guys what? like muscles he's like he's like oh looking at this guy's beautiful muscles gets me excited he's superbly he developed that. muscles he's just realizing how jacked his friend is and realizing that he wants to fight him he does say he's excited by this guy's beautiful muscles he says that okay. but it, but i'm making it sound like he was excited like yeah, cause i don't remember getting that impression but no uh but no but yeah <laughs> okay i like this it wasn't it wasn't you're not supposed to, i think you're not supposed to read that but this is a lot of JoJo. maybe maybe you is are ju- there's always a possibility that it's that it's homoerotic because he definitely said they were beautiful muscles and he definitely said that he was excited but it could have been the you know the innocent kind of excited where yeah. i'm just like i'm i'm just excited to fight i love fighting who knows there might have been even more erotic double entendres in japanese natively we don't know yeah um but uh, and Jolene can see something sparkly around them, so she knows that there's a stand that's activated. I love the sound it makes too—the little electricity going through the uh, going through the stand in the ground. What does it sound like? It's just like just like a crackling sound. It's good. And then yeah, we find out that Poochie's like, I have put four really dangerous, scary people in the maximum security house, and hopefully they'll stop whoever's going for the bone. He knows it's Jolene. He does know it's Jolene? Okay. Yeah. And then this is an excuse for Araki to draw a bunch of badass characters, some of whom might be important and end up with names, some of whom might not be. Uh, We see like a short, old, maybe Asian guy. I say maybe Asian because I know his name is Kenzo. Um, We see a guy with a fucking pith helmet. Mm -hmm. Why is he allowed to have a pith helmet? There's a spike on top of his head that should not go with you to any level of security unit they're very loosey-goosey in this this prison even in the security the max security section the short guy was that the one that looked old yeah yeah his name is kenzo there's a babe yeah she's wearing like a bikini top i'd like to know who she is because she's a babe and why why she gets to be such a babe (laughs) um some other guy with a doofy hat there's like just all sorts of dudes and uh we know they're all just gonna beat the shit out of each other and then to just put the put really hit the nail on the head uh, the surviving of the first two guys that were fighting. I forget if it's Viviano or the other asshole. He just yells like, it's Fight Club time. <laughs> and I don't know when Fight Club came out in Japan, but it would have to have been very close to when this chapter came out. Yeah. Because Fight Club was 99 in the US. This came out in early 2000. So it's uh, this is Araki's take on Fight Club is that it is always to the death you are dressed ridiculously. There is no Fight Club rules about you got to take your tie off and your rings yeah. off or else you wouldn't be a character in this uh, in this yeah. show. <laughs> uh, but you fight to the death. 
and your name is like Armando Versace or whatever. I like this episode. His name was Armando Versace. <laughs> That's good. I want to see the Fight Club episode. I want to see, I just want to see the next episode. You We're know? going to watch it after this pod. I know. I'm bragging. I'm just saying, I want to see it. <laughs> I know, but I'm, I'm... I know we're watching it I'm next. excited with you, Jackie. I'm saying, I also want to see it. Isn't it exciting that we're going to watch it in like 15 I, minutes? I hope it's good. I think it sucks, actually. I hope it also <laughs> has a twist like the end of Fight Club. <laughs> what? Spoilers. Oh, uh, any children that are... Well, I guess not children. children. I don't know. If you, for some reason, have never seen Fight Club, you should, you should see Fight Club, I it's think. It's good. Here's the thing about Fight Club. If you are a millennial, there's like a one in seven chance that this movie was your personality for a, <laughs> a chunk of your life. Probably and now you're MAGA. No, not really. There were a lot of us that it was never my personality, but certainly friends of mine were. And you just thought it was cool because this is the problem it's, with movies. Because it's like a cynical thing. I don't know. But it's like, also about getting in touch with what is physical and present and cutting out all the bullshit in your life and yeah. and also hanging out with your bros. <laughs> I don't know. I bet a lot of people who made that movie their personality now are awful people. I think that is definitely true. But there are also people who, A, the problem with Hollywood movies is, you know, you're going to have Brad Pitt and Ed Norton look awesome, right? Yeah. There's a line in that movie where yeah. they, they look at a Calvin Klein thing and they go, is that what a man's body looks like? And it's like, Brad Pitt, you were a Calvin Klein model. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, that is your body right now in this yeah. movie. <laughs> so it's like, of course we all thought it was cool. Were any of us as teens, did we have that life? Were we ordering a bunch of shit out of a cat? No, <laughs> but we just wanted to get in fights because those are cool. Uh, that's, that's pretty universal. But there's definitely, there's definitely kids listening who haven't seen Fight Club yet and you should see it. If you're like older, it's an entertaining movie. Maybe, maybe the 14 year old shouldn't. I, I, yeah, I can't but. remember the exact quote, but the film critic Roger Ebert, he didn't like it. And he felt that it was something, something masquerading as ideology, which I think is fair. The movie, the book does not really have an ideology to it. It, it is understandable that it's someone might want to disconnect and just sort yeah. of get into underground boxing. But I just think I think it's fun. I think it's a fun movie. Exactly. There's a lot of funny stuff in there. It's funny. There's a lot. There's good quotes in it. Yes. I, it, I think it has a lot of rewatchability. And also if you're a teenager, it just, or like a young, a young adult, you know, it like does call if you're out, young, it kind of, I don't know, it, it feels relevant. And it does, it does lash out against some of the right things like corporate life and yeah. materialism and things. It does, right. it does do that in, uh, you know, it takes the right targets, but yeah, it, it, uh, it ultimately is just cool. It's a movie ass movie. Um, yeah. pretty much anything David Fincher has directed I think is worth watching mm. Benjamin Button didn't leave a huge impact on me but I should check it out again anyway this has been the Fincher's Corner nah didn't work <laughs> anyway <laughs> I was like there's gotta be something that rhymes with Fincher no <laughs> like David Fincher okay um, and that's the end, right? Where it's that's just the end. it's just we just got all the backstory and now we're gonna now we're gonna get into the fight club episode. Yeah, instead of saying you are not your fucking khakis, they are gonna say you are not your blue and yellow stripe checker print with buttons on it pants. Oh man, I, I they're not gonna do this, they're just gonna fight, but like it'd be so good if it was just like kind of parroting the the movie yes. or something. That would be so good. <laughs> What's the first rule of fight club is you do not talk about Fight yeah, club. the first two rules. First basically. two rules. I'm trying to think yeah. what that would be in the JoJo <laughs> world. Don't talk about stands. You have a week to think of it. 
<laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> also, uh, uh, Poochie says, like, regarding, I think regarding Survivor or The Bone, he quotes, I think, Matthew, where he just says, like, uh, do not cast what is holy to the dogs. Uh, do not set pearls before swine. That kind of thing. Mm. Okay. But how, how does that relate to anything? Well, I closed the fucking tab that had the answers. It's Matthew 7, 6. Let's see. Oh, it's part of the Sermon on the Mount. Animals cannot appreciate ethics uh, and some class of human beings who can't either. But this is weird because, I don't know, Pucci is giving the instinct of violence to these people. Or maybe he's saying the bone shouldn't go to them because they don't get Dio and they don't get the heaven, the oh, heaven protocols. I don't know. I don't know. But if you wanted to know where pearls before swine came from, it's Matthew 7, 6. God hates us all. Anyway, <laughs> follow us on Twitter. We are at JJBpod on Twitch. We are also twitch.tv slash JJBpod. I've been playing All-Star Battle R on there. Been uh, yelling at people who have bad internet connections. And, uh, you know, grinding. I'm, I'm getting my, my win-loss ratio up and I'm having fun uh, dodging spoilers. There's, of course, minor ones. You're going to see some character names that you might not otherwise know. But uh, it's a good time. I'm not going to explain what the fuck is happening in part seven or whatever. So check that out and uh, give me a follow just because we, you know, we could use the channel growth. And if you're not going to watch, just hit the follow button and then just don't even look at it. You don't have to. It's okay. But please do it. Uh, And again, emails can be sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Let's talk about what next week's episode is called. We don't actually have to talk about it. Let's just say what it is. Okay. We're going to watch episode 16, which is called The Secret of Guard Westwood. Until then, have a good week. Don't get into fights unless they're like, you know, regulated and you have protective gear on. Bye. Bye. See you later. Bye. You are